1: Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Good evening and welcome then to a end of season Millwall calling. Uh, I am joined by my regular co-host Stephen and Ben. Good evening, Stephen.
3: Hello, Mickey. This was going to be a little bit depressing, I think, but...
0: No, it's not, listen. <laughs> it is what it is. I think it's... Listen, I think it's not just about today's game. I think today's game was... Um, is what it is. Um, I think the first half was fantastic. Uh, obviously, the second half, I think we sort of threw it away to a degree. We we seem to, to lack energy and um, and commitment and... Um, shit like that. But we'll get into that in more detail as the show goes on. Um, but I think it, it boils down to games from throughout the season. Uh, One spot probably jump out would be Wigan, maybe Huddersfield, Birmingham. I think they're the games what cost us, to be fair. I don't necessarily think it was all today. Yes, we could have won. But listen, it's Millwall. Um, what more do you fucking expect? Even at three one, I really didn't expect us to go on and win it. So, um, but you know, if, if we'd have done, that, I would have been absolutely shocked. Uh, but I'm, I'm not good. as depressed as uh, mm. as I thought I would be. Before you start, Stephen, Ben, how you doing, fella?
4: Evening, chaps. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, so probably good. like probably like the, all of us.
0: Probably been better. Hmm. Yeah, so which one of you two want to start then?
3: Mick, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in on what you said there, if if I can. Y- you say about Birmingham, Huddersfield, and Wigan being the results. What we lost this if if we're being if we're being truthful, right? Yeah. Swansea away, we were incredibly yep. lucky to come away with a point, two own goals yep. in in injury absolutely.
0: time. Absolutely, absolutely.
3: I, I think Swansea at home. I think we had twenty percent of the ball and. If they had a striker, I I thought we were quite lucky to come away with a win that night. Two deflected goals. Um, It it wasn't a good game of football. And the other result that has now gone... uh, I'll stoke away. We had one shot on target in the first five minutes. They had quite a few chances and they couldn't score. So, there's games that we have picked up points that I don't think we were perhaps deserved. There were games that we should have got results, i.e. the ones that you mentioned. But Today it was in our hands. We were forty-five minutes away from the playoffs. Today it doesn't come down to any of those fixtures. It comes down to poor man. It comes down to poor game management and a- an attitude from certain players. Not all, but from certain players that is just unacceptable under the
0: circumstances. No, I agree. Look, this is the Millwall calling. This is the only real interactive show uh, on there. There is no rules as such. There is only one, and that rule is if you do come on and speak, uh, just don't libel anybody other than that. It's a grown-up show. You can swear. You can, you know, listen. right. The way I say this is what you don't get with any other show. We are Millwall fans, and we might come on here and slag people off. But we don't come on and just slag them off for the sake of slagging them off. We come off and have constructive ways that we do it Um, and that's what makes us Millwall fans because you know, come the start of the season we'll still be there supporting the team again and we start all over, it is what it is and then we start all over, so let's get some of these messages What have already come in Steve Endon said this one's going to be a tough wank this, do you mean a tough watch this Uh, maybe wank, I don't know, depends what you do, listen, whatever you want to do while you're listening to our voices that's up to you but that's a I don't know if that's what you meant or whether or not it's a typo, but still, uh, East block says, I can't say I'm devastated over today's result. I feel like the playoffs were lost a while ago. What I'm fearful is what happens in the future. The club will either choose to now invest or we will lose, uh, what we have and face relegation next year. A microism of the season. And, um, we don't know whether to, uh, Lindell, uh, on Twitter, King Najarvis uh, uh, says, I don't know whether you blame Rowick or the players for the fact after 20 minutes we let them play the way they wanted and we never looked uh, comfortable. Um, Tom Phillips has replied to Steve, to Stephen, what says something probably about the show. Uh, Spencer T says, team has struggled since Creswell got injured. Never comfortable today, even at 3-1. And Tom just replied, tough to speak about this. 3-1 up and we just sank in the moment. Can't blame Gary Rowett. It's a player's instinct uh, Instinct to, to sit on it. We got caught napping, gutted. But we go again. We always bounce back. Uh, totally agree. Ben, uh, what do you want to say? Anthony and Thomas, we'll get you on in a little bit. Anthony, I'll get you on in a sec. Uh, ben, what you got to say, fella?
4: Uh, mate, I think I echo what Stephen said I think, listen, I think we can all look back and say the last 10 games haven't been good enough we haven't got enough points but we we, we really got to look at it as an isolated game today and if any of us had said we'd be 3-1 up at half time we were 45 minutes away from securing our spot in the playoffs and fucked it up we probably all would have laughed so I mean, look, I think whilst we haven't been good enough at the business end of the season, today I think we were pretty lucky to be in the in the position that we're in come half-time. We started like a lot house on fire. We were excellent for 15 minutes. And I think someone's just, just tweeted in, as you said there, Mickey and someone commented, we just let Blackburn get into the game. If we'd have continued with that, that pressing, that energy that we started with, it would... It, I think we could have, we had a real opportunity to, to put the game to bed in the first half. And I mean that from just not letting them get into any rhythm. By them yeah. having that 15, 20 minutes they did after we scored and the way that we started, we, we just let them get a bit of a foothold back in the game. And it, it just, as I say, I think we had a real opportunity today just to really kill that game off really quickly with the way that we started. I know the the Bradshaw disallowed goal probably did take the the stuffing out of us a little bit. I'm still not sure if it was onside or offside. It's such a fucking tight call. Um, I
0: mean, it was weird. I mean, I was in a, I was on the side today. I was in a a friend's box and I videoed that, that goal and we were going mad and looking back at it from where I was, it looked as if we were onside, but then there was a guy in the next box whose daughter was watching it on Sky at home and sent a video and it it looked as if we were off.
4: Obviously, I watched it from home today. I, I, it is so tight, mate. The angle obviously doesn't help us. I originally thought it was on, even when they slowed it down. Then they showed a the still of it, and I thought it was off. So it, it, it was one of those ones. It was. It could have gone either way. If if it, if we had have been given the goal, I don't think they'd have been aggrieved by it. I think by them disallowing it, I do it's, Yeah, it's so tight. It's a genuine fifty-fifty. But yeah, mate. Look, I mean, look, I'm absolutely fucking gutted. I, I think more so. If we'd have got, if we would just got stuff today and lost 3 0, I would have gone, look, we haven't been good enough over the last however long. We've only got ourselves to blame, etc., etc. But to have it in our hands again after a fantastic result against Blackpool and to fuck it up again, people are going to point the finger at Rowan and say, what she said at half time, but you've got to start pointing the finger at the players. They haven't delivered now for. I keep saying, the last 10, 12 games, you've had opportunity after opportunity with other teams not winning. Us, yeah. playing against teams down and lower in the league. But again, 3-1 up at home, when you're hanging on for your fail pace, it's just unacceptable for me.
0: Totally, totally, totally. Right, hang on, Stephen, before you come on, uh, just read a couple of me, me these messages, because they are coming in thick and thin, thick and fast tonight. Um We've got one sent by direct, because she sent it by direct. I won't say who you are, but you'll know who you are. Uh, Bradshaw won't be able to reach the heights of this season. We need a new striker, a new midfielder, clear the defence out and go and use Essie as a starlet for the coming season. Um, We've got uh, Dan Sexton, one of the newest members to the panel. Most concerning thing was we were 3-1 up today and lost 4-3. Unacceptable at any time, let alone today. Um, Lyndon know have done that one johnny p just watched the goals long at fault for their third for their first three goals that might be in harsh that's a question we'll come back to in a bit why did we take our attacking players off we should have gone two up top stocky says oh, i'm in complete disbelief can't get my head around today and sm sunny uh, cm on twitter says if raric goes we will be fucked any new manager isn't going to be trusted with money straight away. And we need around seven players at least. And Callum's, hang on one sec, Callum's come in 11 points from the last 10 games. Nowhere near good enough. That's relegation battle for, which I sort of agree with as well. So, yeah, go on, mate.
4: I was going to say, just on a couple of the points there, the long piece. Stephen's probably going to laugh and you probably laugh. I've defended him enough now. I can't anymore. I'm um, just, I've, yeah, I've, 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 I've had enough of it. He, the first goal, I don't think is his fault because it goes through two players. I will give him that. However, the the Brereton Diaz one, you might not have seen it at the ground, but it's pretty much fucking down the middle of the goal, and the yeah. free kick, how he's pushed it back into that area, is just, I, I mean. Yeah, I just I, I'm beyond defending him now. I just he just get rid of him, get him out of the team. I just don't want to see him in a Mill shirt again.
3: Also, can I just jump yeah. in as well on the on the point about um, Tom Bradshaw? Tom Bradshaw is not going to score 17 goals next season. It, it, it's it's not going to happen. So he's had a great season. You know, he's worked really really hard whoever that was, I was trying to find the tweet, is bang on, we do need another striker. But on Bradshaw, I was talking about this on the way to the game, four of his games, he's got two at-tricks and and scored twice in in two games. So 10 of his 17 have come in four games, which means seven have come in 42. Now, uh, you know we we all We all love Tom Bradshaw, he works really, really hard, but if you look at Akpom and Geikarez, who are obviously better players than Bradshaw, but they score their goals consistently. They may only get one in a the game, they may not get the hat tricks and get to take the ball home and and this, that and the other, but they they save their team and they score every single week. I'm not blaming Tom Bradshaw for today; it's far from his fault but we don't have we don't have an out and out striker that that consistently wins us games and today in the second half we needed at the point where they got the second goal we needed someone and bradshaw to be fair to him created two incredible chances he put two crosses across that that would have been desperate for himself to be on the end of but we but we don't have it we, we don't have it and I just think that, that it's really, again, it sounds like I'm blaming Bradshaw. I'm not. He's been phenomenal this year. But today, the team needed someone to step up. They needed someone in that second half to to really do something, to find some magic. And it just goes to show that the squad had been massively carried in that spell of games with Fleming and Bradshaw. Because without that, we, we really wouldn't have anything.
4: Can we do no, a face on Fleming then?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> this um Dan Dan, another member of the panel, the newest member of the panel. What do you want to say, fella, before we start taking requests from uh, and get some of these listeners who are uh, uh, getting involved? So uh, again if you do want to request uh Anthony, Stephen, Thomas, we can see your request. We will get you on uh, very, very shortly. Um and if you do want to get involved, uh just press the mic on button and make uh, just a quick one request as we'll we will get There's you a few there.
4: There's a few of our mates from down the road in the chat that I've seen, and I'm sure they don't want to come on here with us like the way we're going to be today.
0: Oh, what, you mean uh, other other fans?
4: Yeah, those mongs from down the road.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't care, mate. They come on in every country, then we find them and I'll uh, expose them. So yeah, don't worry. Um, I've got no issues with them, mate. I've got a dumb button, so fuck them. to you have know, got four fans waiting to speak. Dan, come on, fella. What do you want to say? It's
5: just incredibly disappointing, isn't it? You know, I think I alluded to it on the pod we did in the week. For me, as a as a fan, just 21 years today was probably the biggest game of my lifetime. And, you know, to, to be 3-1 up at half-time and to not even win the game, you know. If we'd have won today and, you know, even not even... Like, it's just incredibly frustrating to have it in our hands and not even won today. Being 3-1 up and... Not winning the game is the most concerning thing to me as well, you know. And where, where does it leave us now? We're at a huge crossroads. Does, does Gary Rowett think he's taken us as far as he can? Because there's a lot of people that will think he has. And to be honest, after seeing us play today, I do I do think we are, and we're in. I do think he has. Sorry, and I think we're in the bracket where we probably need almost seven to ten players this summer. So it, we're in a a huge big decision moment, and you know. At, I think I've alluded to it a few times. I don't trust yeah. the recruitment side of the club to get this bit right.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. We'll come on to that. Right then, gents. Let's go. International. We're going across the pond. We're going to New York. And we've got Anthony. Go on then, fella. Or Anthony. Go on, fella. You're live. Off you go. Uh, Dan, C, E, I, Stephen, Joe, Thomas, we'll come to you <laughs> very shortly.
6: Go on, fella. All right, uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, I've been staring at the table all week, holy shit, we win, we're in, outstanding, I see the TV guide this morning, they did, over here in New York, a half hour segment beforehand, specifically on the championship, uh, Craig Burley, uh, Scottish International, was one of the panelists, and they did a full-blown breakdown, they showed the match live on TV, I never thought I'd see the day where, uh, this would come up on my TV we're not even in the Premier League, but um yeah, I'm on the same page as Steven, Ben, where, you know, look, we, we had a couple bad results, but like we we're up three one and a half. Um it's it's genuinely embarrassing to to that watch that second half. It it was miserable. And now the question that Dan alluded to here is is the is management, is John Burson are they satisfied with top half championship or are we going to really run this over eight, 12 players and say, OK, this this division, the playoffs are there for the taking, but it's not going to happen with these players. It's just not going to every opportunity in the world. And it's it's a bottle job. It, it's a bottle job. It's disappointing. Uh, they gave their best, but they, they simply weren't good enough. And uh, today was just today was miserable, that 45. So I'll leave it at that. Okay,
0: no worries. Let's go across America again over to Chicago, and we will go with Joe. Go on, fella. Oh, there we go. Go on, Joe.
7: Oh, yeah. Anthony spoke very well for us Americans because, yes, we were all embarrassed because this was on cable TV for us. All right? Is and that big? Barry- is cable TV a big thing I over
6: cannot here? remember the last I, I
7: don't think they've ever
8: shown
9: it You
7: could watch this on TV yes here. you could watch this in any bar pub in America no doubt wow. in everyone's cable programming I can guarantee the same thing happened to Anthony I was getting texts from everybody I know at halftime because it was so easily accessible and wow. we just blew it I mean long get out of here Get out of here with this. I could have taken Bart on one leg. He would have made one of those saves. Uh, I'm done with Rowett. I really am. When was the last time Billy Mitchell took a shot or took a a 50-50 shot from 22 yards? He used to do it when he was a teenager. He would give a good effort. We don't see that. Today we could have used that after the 70th minutes. I think we got to sell Bradshaw if anybody in the championship is willing to pay some money because we have to get money from somewhere. I mean, 17 goals at 30, 31 is fabulous, but he's not going to redo it. Uh, fabulous season. I mean, I think we did better than Jed Wallace, so at least we got that win. But yeah. uh, it, it's, a, it's a gutting result. Uh who knows what's up with Hutchinson in the future? Can he play even a half season and stay healthy? We, we got Golden, like a great Loney and Charlie Cresswell. I don't know if we're going to get a Loney with his type of skill anytime soon again. And uh, today was the day for Zeon to really step up and do something. And I got to say, I was a bit disappointed with him. If you want to be that superstar that we've all praised him to be, uh, today is the day to do it, as Ben Brereton-Diaz showed us. And I hope uh, Mr. Brereton-Diaz, if he uh, is playing with Chile in the 2026 World Cup, understands that I will be traveling to all of their matches just to tackle <laughs> them for this match, because oh, I... uh, this pain is long. I'll, I'll hang up. I appreciate y'all as always, uh, No worries. Whatever, but uh, what a fucking day!
3: <laughs> Can I just what? jump in there, actually, just before we move on? And I'm sure we'll come on to, to Fleming hey, later. Hang
0: on, one sec, Steve. Once you do, and then once you finish, Stephen, if you um if you want to come in after the other, Stephen Speaks and Thomas, I'll get you on in a sec, fella. You're next.
3: So. Go on. On the on the subject there of of, of Fleming and, and other players and Hutchinson Cooper whatever, I actually thought I actually thought um, Hutchinson and Cooper. I don't actually think they did an awful lot wrong. I know that sounds really strange that we conceded four goals, but I don't think it was necessary. The, the fourth goal, we were all over the place, so fine, we can we can accept that. But it what's really disappointing is it's not it's not it, Savad was okay. The two centre-halves were all right. There's the forwards were all right. We we were let down by Danny Mack and we were let down by a goalkeeper. I thought we were let down. I thought Billy Mitchell, as Joe said, I, I think today was was Billy's probably worst game f- for us. And it's just we had too many players have an off day in the day where we needed we needed A, Fleming to step up and be the superstar, but we needed... The team got us to this point the team got us to the t- to within within touching distance of the playoff and half of the
0: team just weren't
3: at it today. No, I totally agree. So,
0: um Steven, do you wanna come in, fella? The
3: just other un- Stephen.
0: Me- yeah, the other Stephen. Do you wanna just unmute yourself, fella? Uh yeah, you're still there, you just need to unmute yourself. Got it. Done. There you go. Off you go, fella, yeah. what you gotta say? Welcome to the uh, show. First time very- caller.
10: No, I'm not a first-time caller. I oh, know you're not. No,
0: go on. I don't know. No. I don't remember who you are now. Yeah, yeah. Go on, fella. Yeah. Um, you're very knowledgeable.
10: Go on. I wouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> well, Gary Wright might be very knowledgeable, but you don't win anything by necessarily being knowledgeable. Um, just to kind of agree with what a few people said. I don't know who said it. Whether it was Ben or someone, I've given along the benefit of the doubt, and I don't want to kind of take it out on one person. I've given him the benefit of the doubt, and that's it. Now I think. Yeah, he uh, he really, he's not very good, if, if, if I'm honest. He hasn't pulled off one of those saves. And as everyone's pointed out, he hasn't gone in the corner. I just want to say what I said when I first came on a couple of months ago. I said I thought it would bite us, the January window, not getting a forward. And again, I repeat myself, we got rid of four centre-forwards. Four centre-forwards left the club. Yeah, I and
0: we replaced bit, them
10: with two. And we, we replaced them really with no one.
0: Yeah.
10: Who's the two?
0: I suppose. No. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, We've we got the kid in... from.
10: We got the kid from Shamrock Rovers.
0: Yeah, but he's not played yet.
10: No. So who's the other one? We didn't replace the four of them. I said to you, John, Daddy, I know he was no good. Matt yeah. Smith was always reliable for a goal. We let a a go. I think he's got yeah. a few goals at Stockport. And Bennett went. He was worth a few. You can't get rid of four players like that. And um, not replace it, and it was on Bradshaw. To be honest yeah. with you, you know, he, I think he was fucked today, and I know everyone's dragged um, Ra- after taking him off.
0: But- he did look as if he's when when it was up. Where was he? I think it was when we scored um, and called offside. I think he was or around around that time he was started to really hold his um, hold his thigh, and he was limping a bit because we thought that that's it. He's done it, but he did have. It did look as if he's got that strap tape on his uh, inside of his thaw, uh, inside of his left thigh, so I don't know if that was um, if that was an injury to him. So yeah,
10: and if you look at every team in the championship, and it's not sour grapes, I don't think we were good enough. Mm. Of course, we're all gutted that we were there and it was in our own hands, but to lose against Hull and Wigan, and Huddersfield, and you know, it's just really, um, it's not on. But every team in the championships, from what I've seen, have got three, four strikers. They've certainly got two. We must be the only club in the championship with one striker. And it's not t- taking anything from Bradshaw. It puts too much pressure on him. We were lucky that he never got injured in the last 10 games because he's a, he's a fraction injury prone. I actually yeah. don't think, if I'm honest, we were good enough. Danny Mack, I don't know what he's been having for breakfast. He was gone from the little, the little budding superstar. He couldn't pass the ball 10 yards. Um, and I think it was um, it was a shame. There's a whole rebuilding job. The thing that scares me that on Twitter, everyone's calling for routes head and how far can he take us? I think he's done all right with what he's got. And I don't know who's going to come in and do much better, if I'm honest.
0: No, I don't, think, any, I don't think anyone.
10: Absolutely spot on with everything
4: you've said there, mate. Absolutely spot on.
3: I completely agree about the um, the uh, January transfer window. The January the January transfer window, and I keep banging on about this on on our shows as well. Is that last last January we were in a similar position. Yeah. We were two points off of the playoffs, and they didn't invest then. And you'd yeah. think they were gonna they were gonna learn their lesson. I understand. I understand that they they can say that they were they were. Um, Nesbitt. Nesbit. I can understand yeah. that but they waited until the last week of the transfer window and it fell through so they had nowhere to go no. it 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 just it it just yeah it, it I, I i agree with with what you said there. the transfer window was absolutely appalling and i'm sure we'll come on to this and discuss it in more details i don't know if gary rowett is the right man to carry on in the sense of he has worked miracles with this squad over the last few years i don't care what anyone says he has he has got us at a point where we've been believing that we can make the playoffs but we've missed out 4 years in a row yeah okay you can say in the last and a couple of them we weren't really in with a shout like last year we dropped off with a couple of games to go or or however you want to word it but he's given us hope that we can make the top 6 and we've never made it is it all his fault no but wow. how long how long can that continue how long can that continue? Because it's a case of you're always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And and players like Cooper are going to look at that and go, um, it, you know, he played his 300th game today. He's 26 or 27 or whatever he is. He's probably looking at it going, am I going to achieve what I want to at this football club? And if he wants to achieve playing at a higher level, he's going to start questioning that, as will other players.
4: Just on that as well, Stephen, I, I mean, it's going to come to a point with Rowett, whether he wants to carry on doing it as well, because I'm, I'm sure there's going to be someone out there looking at the decent job he has done with us. Again, I don't really care what anyone says. He has done a really good job of us. Getting yeah, to the, I agree. I agree. Doing, getting us to the point of, as you just said, mate, we're, we're playoff contenders, or we're going to be knocking on the door of, and again, people can moan and say, oh, don't mention the budgets, but let's we have to think about that every time, because we are punching above our weight with the budget compared to other clubs in this league. There will become a time where he goes. Can I do anything more with what I've got available here, and can I go to another club with more resources to help me get into the Premier League with another club? So it's going to be an element of that as well with Rowett. I wouldn't be surprised if he looked at it and went, "I, I, I just can't do any more here."
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Let's get another one on then. So uh, go on in, fella. Go on, fella. Anyone else wants to get involved? Just press your request to speak. Taffy, I did see you, uh, and I will come back to you if you get yourself on You can come on next. Uh, go on, Tommy. Oh, well, mate, how you doing? Yeah, not too I bad, mean, not too bad. Go on, fella.
11: I mean, we've been we've been messaging, and uh, apart from today, how does everybody think the season has gone? I mean, realistically, with what we've got and what we have.
0: Well, I think the season's all right. I mean, listen, uh, to be where we are now, when, if we had been told at the beginning of the season we were going to finish seventh, everyone in their right mm-hmm. mind would have snapped your hand off for it. But I think it's more yeah, to do definitely. with, you know, I think it's more to do with, um, you know, the fact that it's more disappointment and more going on to probably the January, which we're going to in a minute. But I think it's yeah. more to do with lack of investment is probably where we are. The recruitment side I mean, of it is, is the major issue. I mean, what, what were your views on today's game, though?
11: I mean, the first 45 minutes, I thought, was just, we were unbelievable. I thought, that's us. You know, we're, we're going to do this. Mm. And then I was like,
0: what the hell has just happened? Yeah. Yeah. No, i get that. I'll get that. i get that. There's a lot of bots coming in, so bear with me. All right. Taffy,
12: go on, fella. Hiya, guys. Good evening, everyone. Um, Good evening. Obviously, um, I'm absolutely... I'm absolute, <laughs> I try. I wasn't polite in the game. <laughs> um, I'm obviously absolutely gutted about the second half performance. And I think the first foremost thing that really annoyed me was that not one player, no one like Hutch Cooper, no one took that grain by the scruff of the neck. Yeah. They all just stood off Diaz and let him walk around like he owned that pitch. And yeah, back in the day, you'd have one player that would have gone and smashed him up in the air and say, Now come on, let's get round this and let's get back to it.
6: Yeah. None,
12: of, none of them did. And these are the Coopers, you know, he's played 300 games, yeah, but today he looked like he played his first game for Millwall. That is when you need them players to step up and show what it means to play for our club. Um, and the subs. I think Rowie if he's gonna stay, his whole backroom staff needs to be jogged on and he needs to get some attacking people on that bench who know what they're doing.
0: So who would you who would you suggest that possibly would you like like what's been muted around, would you suggest possibly someone like Morrison to come in why, to the coaching
12: Why not? You hear you hear him speak about the club and look, I know at times you had row with some of the fans and stuff, but you hear him talk now and all he talks about is we and us, he can't do any worse, can he, than speak getting some attacking ideas on that bench because at the moment they're clueless mm. and them tra- them changes showed it. Keeping one up front when we need a goal, and you bring you put Bennett up top who hasn't scored for how long, and you're probably lucky that he don't pull his army when he comes on. And Vlog, who what is he scored? If I'm right, penalty and the deflected goal at Luton that doesn't have yeah. much hope. And then you've got Bewley who comes on, who's obviously. Given stick to some of the fans, he's given it back to them, and he's been dropped. He's been brought in. SA, who's been really encouraging, has been kicked out. How
0: much? How how much essay feel? No, let's see. I mean, let's go to a couple of messages quickly because these are are coming in 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 thingy, and I'll come back to you. You know, and definitely the guys on the panel give us some feedback as well. It says uh, Cameron um, and regulars come on. He said. Rout has already hinted about leaving. He said something along the lines of, "There will come a point. I've took the club as far as I can, and I feel like he'll be thinking, um, he'll be thinking he has. I think he could see Watford or someone like that come up in the summer and think I'll have some of that." Um,
11: Paul, I mean, Mickey, I messaged you. I messaged you earlier and said. Yeah, you know, Bradshaw and Fleming didn't turn up today. No, no, I totally didn't agree. Didn't
0: turn uh, Paul says 3-1 up, 45 oh. minutes to go. They go four up front and we didn't go to a back five. DMACC and Long cost us again. And taking off Bradders when needing a goal is criminal. Fucking woeful, that's from Chewy Louie. Uh, he also says Long can't jump left or right. All that useless prick can do is jump up and land sideways with his arms and legs uh, stretched out like a fucking plank. I've been saying this for months. Uh, Dan Sexton is on, who's on this now, and maybe you can come on in here in a minute and, and elaborate on this. Nail on head. Recruitment has been dreadful all season. One striker for six months is inexcusable. Taffy said, why did we take our attacking players off? We should have gone two up top. Um, L- Bish, who's uh, on these regulars, says, uh, Leonard's injury killed us hate to admit it but five at the back would have got the job done today um stephen what do you think of that
3: i think look i think that the tactics today the tactics today were from the start, in the first half i actually thought they were spot on um mm. We we got at them we got at them fast. We put them under pressure. I think the second goal come from a mistake putting them under pressure. The third goal come from a mistake putting them under pressure, and it just it just it had a real feel of that the players really took to their took to their task. They took to what Rowett had obviously told them what he wanted from them. Blackburn are a team that play it out from the back. Watford were yeah. a team that played it out from the back, and we we stopped them. We stopped them doing it and forced mistakes. Now. What I, where I do have an issue, and, and there's some, there's a couple of tweets that I was reading about the, the changes in the second half. I do have a problem with the fact that Blackburn could come out and play with freedom; they could do whatever they want, but that doesn't mean that you could you let them. I think it was Taffy who said beforehand. Berriton Diaz he wasn't he hasn't been fit for the last month. And there was times where he was stretching his legs out on the touchline. But whenever he got on the ball, he ran at McNamara, he ran at um the defenders, he did whatever he wanted. It needed someone to go in and smash into him and say, right, we're not having this. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stop we're gonna stop all that. Um and also why would you take off in a, at, at a point where we were struggling to contain them, struggling to get out and possibly needed another goal to swing the game, why would you take off your two goal scorers in Burke and think, It didn't make no, any sense. No, um, no, I mean,
0: on on those two, I totally agree with you. I think, listen, on Bradders, and I know there's a few bods who have given him a few digs and stuff like that, I think what we've got with Bradders is we've got a guy who has come onto some unbelievable form this season, but let's be honest, he's not getting any younger and there has been so much pressure to play every game. Um, Tuesday, you know, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. The guy, he's probably one of the players what fucking deserves a couple of months off because I think the geezers nearly broke himself. Um, Mm. I think he went off because he was injured. Um, He looked really in in a bit of pain um, in the the far corner near the boxes, what we saw him. um, And then obviously, you know, he come off later on, so he he tried to run around. But I think that's the problem. When you're playing one up front, you can't have anyone else up there because you wouldn't be able to put the same amount of commitment into uh, Bennett because he would get potentially injured and then you're fucked. Um, Brad's a little bit, a little bit more solid, but again, he is—he was an injury waiting to happen, uh, and we would have been proper fucked. I mean, on, on the on the recruitment side of it, um, let's just bring Dan in because Dan, you got you got a few good points on the recruitment. I mean, I agree with you. I think I think the fact that lack of investment last January, lack of investment this January—you know—I've banged on about it on the pods numerous amounts of time. I just don't know if the actual if if really it's all right saying, Yeah, we'd love to be in the Prem, but really their actions (laughs) don't don't speak that they want us in the Prem. Sorry, Mick and Dan, just before you
3: start, just on that and Dan, if you want to come in on the back of this. The problem was it, the two January transfer windows were poor but last summer, Gary Rower built a squad to play a five at the back formation and he soon realised in, in September that five at the back didn't work. So we're still carrying players that would be better suited to a different system than what we've got now and in January he didn't do enough to rectify it. Go on Dan, sorry. Do
5: you, you know what say so I'm actually going to kind of continue on from that point. So we recruited to play five at the back for, in summer but but when the season actually started, when we played that Stoke game, we actually only had three centre halves on our book, um, and it goes kind of goes back to Bish's point that he actually um, put in the comments not that long ago about if Leonard was playing today, it was a different game. But like Leonard's not even a centre half, so like if Gary Row wants to play he's Five at the back system, which worked brilliantly against Blackpool, and if he started like that again today, I would have been like, yeah, you know what? Fair play, completely did it, proved us wrong last week. I'd happily stick with that. Then you know, like happy days. But we're playing someone at centre half who. Don't get me wrong, he's a blinding centre half, but he isn't a centre half. Like you if you want to play with a free centre half formation, you can't just have three out and out centre halves. You need to have more than three out and out mm. centre halves And um, as you said, the recruitment was so one dimensional in the summer towards kind of that five, three, 2 formation that kind of left us completely like stumped when Rowett actually realized that 4231 to get the best out of Zian and all our other players was the best and then what did we do in January to rectify it we're, well well fell through which would have been a very important deal you know would have taken the strain of Bradshaw and what did we do well at that point we went to Middlesbrough for their sixth choice attacker and they were direct playoff rivals at that point so, you know, kind of shows the level of ambition and struggling to get someone in. So, just look through the phone book as to someone who recently had through the door and try to see if he fancies it again. And clearly, judging by the fact he was in Maldives in the week, I know he had a half decent game today, but he's been pretty poor overall. And he was, it looked like he was on holiday in the week. Looks like he was more interested in coming here for his bird rather than to play football. Well, on on that, right,
0: on that point, just before I'll come to my point in 2 6, but there's a, there's a Blackburn fan who's tweeted, um, and I just read it. It's just been sent to me, and I read it. It says, Mr. Dodgeball, in case you're listening, which you probably ain't, but I'll give you credit for it. Um, it says, Although it was my club who beat you today, I was a bit gutted for you. If it wasn't to be us, I wanted you to get in and win the playoffs. It's a proper football club and fan base who won't bow down to virtual signalling woke crap. And, you know, I think a lot of people wanted us to win today. But um, <clears throat> I think the problem is, is that. We just I don't know what we need. I mean I mean <laughs> I, I I don't know, you know, I don't even think the club needs. And going on to the point with Burke, I mean we were we were at the end of season um dinner and a few of us on here were and maybe more, but I just a few players looked as if they were up for it, but Burke just didn't look up for it. As soon as it was all over, he literally jumped in his, jumped in his souped-up car, mate, and he was out the, out of the car park quicker than he fucking, than he drove in it, do you know what I mean? And that was it, it was all done out. And the fact that he was in more in the week, okay, you had four days off, but, you know, jetting all over, I know he's been on fire for us, I mean, to be fair, the first half, he was on fire for us today, he was a good player, but, it just, I just wonder how many players, you know, actually I, I really, going to really say that.
4: Mate. I was just about to say that, and, do you know what I've been? I was Burke's biggest critic getting him back. But the last five, six games, he's arguably been one of our best players or better players. Probably not saying much because I'm comparing him to what he usually does, which is next to fuck all. But he's actually been one of our better players. I think even today, it's the first time I've seen him make some defensive runs and put a shift in going backwards. So I actually thought he did all right today. But in the overall context of our co- recruitment, yeah, it was just a case of, as Dan said, we've looked at it in January. we obviously had other targets. We didn't get them in. And it's then gone to, well, who do we know rather than mm. are they going to improve us over the long term? And that's what we've done, right? And I think now, again, as we've said, we've gone to the 4 we have asked Bradders to put an unbelievable shift in for this season. And as you said, I can't believe he hasn't been to this point playing the amount of minutes in game time that he has. And ultimately being bashed up every week by being a lone striker. So I'm And not just a
1: lone not just
0: a lone striker, he's five foot fucking ten. He's been
1: bashed
6: six
0: foot, six foot fours. He's been absolutely hammered when really by big centre halves all the time. Exactly.
12: Exactly. And that takes it out of
0: him. Yeah, of course it does. I mean it'll
12: fucking take it out of any of you. And don't you think Um, you must get him down sometimes that he's running around right chasing balls and all it keeps doing He's coming up in the air. He's getting shoved in the back. He's not getting free kicks. And you look at his goals. Like someone said earlier, those crosses that come in the box that he put in, he'd be on that six-yard box putting them in.
0: Yeah. And he's doing been. I think think the prime example, if you were to watch back, and obviously we will end up doing a deep dive into the season and split it into, into a few parts and look at the games. But I think, to be fair, if you look at the games, the times when we played on the floor, and gave him the ball are the times we scored. Yeah. The times we kept fucking playing, let's bring the ball back, which I fucking hate in football. We take the ball from fucking their third, all the way back down to our keeper, yeah. for him just to fucking... Fucking the it? Ball
10: back and that's what he's in the team for. That's what he's in the who's team it? for. To whack the yeah. ball up to a five foot ten centre forward. Exactly.
0: Which, you know, just points <laughs> to me that, you know, it will be... it. It will, it will come out in a few years or whatever, mate. But to me, I just I, I
12: just don't, I understand don't it.
0: know what the commitment is from, you know, if the board, to me personally, right, so look there, there's five or six of us on it. <laughs> if we made a decision that we wanted to go for Prem, you'll go, right, this is your fund. Here's £10 million whatever, We because realistically if we can get to the Prem, we're going to get this back. So here's here's an investment Go buy the players to do it. You know, whether you go out by one to do it or whether or not you go out and get five to do it, here's the fund off you go. But it just doesn't seem, I know we've been breaking transfer records and we've been going, well, we've signed this now for 2.4. We've got this one for this. We've gone after Nesbit for this and all that. But realistically, we've only done that for once. We've yeah. not actually, um, we've not actually gone out of our way and said, yeah, let's go make an investment. And, and, Let's buy four players to do a job. Just realistically, in January, if we'd have gone out and spent two or three strikers, we would have been fucking there. Yeah. Louie, Lou, do you want to come in, fella?
8: You're up, mate. Yes, mate.
0: Go on, fella. You normally have a good point.
8: Yeah, no, nah, listen. Back to that point about Oli Burke. The reason he didn't look interested is because he's here for his bird. He's a cunt. He, he did play well today. I'll give him credit where credit's due. <laughs> say what's on your mind. Oh, listen. If I said what's on my mind, I'd get kicked <laughs> off the app. <laughs> so, I don't think you want me to say what's on my did mind. You. I say, Oh, actually, do you know what? One thing I want to say, yeah.
0: Listen, it's a grown-up show, Luke, and you can say... Yeah, it yeah. No, one know, thing I want to say...
8: Yeah. Don't libel anyone. Um, no, no, but, no. no, but no.
0: He's, he's put himself in the paper with his wishes, so we know that he's... he's
8: yeah, fuck him. Though, fuck him.
6: <laughs> fuck him.
8: Listen, I'll say one thing, in it. I was... For like three, four seasons, I've, I, I hate—I've hated Bradshaw in it. I ain't even gonna lie. But this season, credit where credit's due, mate. Seventeen goals—you couldn't ask for any more. I don't know how anyone could even second doubt that. Today was on the defense. It wasn't on. We scored three goals. Do you know what I mean? That, that, what more do you want? We scored three, we just fucking conceded four. Because we got that dunce in goal, George Long, who couldn't catch a cold. He is honestly one of the worst keepers I've ever seen yep. in my entire life. Damn, me! What? Do not know. We brought him in for distribution. We smashed the we smashed the granny out of the ball every time we get it. We smashed the ball. We smashed the ball hundred feet up in the air. So what? We ain't Man City. Do you know what I mean? We ain't Man City. We're not Swansea. We don't we don't blast the ball around the back. So why have we brought a goalie in for distribution? How about we bring a goalie in to save the fucking ball? Uh mate, it makes me sick. It makes me sick, honestly, to the pit of my stomach. We are the biggest bottle jobs, and the thing is, today today's result, yeah it's bad obviously we didn't get in the playoffs whatever but that fucks up next season because people don't realise when you get that disconnect from the fans after no one's going to want to go down there next season not after watching that what, after being 3-1, 3-1 um, up at home half time and you bottle the playoffs no one's going to want to go down there next season want to see the same shit we'll probably sign Oliver Burke because he wants to be close to his bird we'll probably have cunts like that next season it, it's city. it makes me sick do you know what I mean like and it is what it is Danny McNamara fuck knows what's happened to him I, like, that, geese, that fraggle, mate. Get him, get him out of the. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck is wrong with him. I've never seen a right back like in my life. He was
12: terrible today.
8: No, he's been terrible for months. He's
12: been terrible, he's been terrible seen, for months. Yeah. Terrible for months? Can anyone ask a question? Why did he come back in the team today? Shackleton because. Had because... Shackleton had a knock as well. So would you I rather shot. play Shackleton, who's better on the ball? 100% Shackleton
4: had I don't get why he was dropped. Right, listen.
0: Hang on, hang on, hang on. One sec, one sec. Listen. Sorry. Right, you can all have open mics, no problem. That's my fault, but, sorry. But, sorry. Yeah, well, well, this is your warning. Just let, don't talk over people, because people who listen to this on a podcast fucking won't be able to hear what you're saying. So I've got no issue. Just come straight in after someone else is speaking. But yeah, no no problem for it. So um, yeah, Ben, you should have known better. Sorry. <laughs> I, well, I,
4: was, I was just trying to say that Shaqson wasn't fit, so that's, why, I didn't, Bad that's boy. why he didn't start. Bad boy, Ben. That's why he didn't start.
8: Oh mate first. Shackleton's twice the player do you know what? Sorry, he's ten times the player of Matt I know he's a Mill fan, that's nice, whatever, that's that's lovely, but it only gets you so far. If you if you shit at football, you shit at football. He's cost us so many games towards the end of this se- like towards the end of this season. It actually makes me sick that he'll be able to get away with it because he supports Mill. Shit shit like that, that's gotta stop. Like it's it's too much. It's too much for me, man. But
0: I think on, on that, I think there's more. Sorry. No, listen, listen. I'm going to stick up for Danny to a degree. I think there's probably, not just Danny, but with other players, I think there's probably more going on behind the scenes than what we fucking know about. He had, you know, mass fucking issues with the contract earlier on in the season and whatnot. And I think the problem is, is that I think a few of our players are playing in positions what they're not necessarily their ideal position. And... If they, you know, the times where we've seen them this season, where players have had their free will to play where they want, that's when players perform really well. Um, You know, when Danny had a more freedom role, he was playing fucking on fire. Yet all of a sudden, where he's probably being kept, you know, don't go too far forward, don't go too far back, just stay here. I think it just causes problems, and it causes problems with other players as well as him. But. I, I just don't think we know exactly what's going on. And at some point it will, but we will do a deep dive into this. We we'll look at stats, we we'll look at everything. So, you know, a few shows during closed season, we will dig deep into, into these games and go from there. So, yeah, yeah. We'll go on, Stephen. Mickey,
3: Mickey, I can't, I have to say, I can't agree with that with Danny McNamara. There's two problems with him at the moment.
2: One, picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
3: He's got no real competition. Yep. Uh, Shackleton Shackleton is has done a good job when he's come in, but again, he's a central mid. It's a bit like Leonard. They're central midfielders that can play in different positions. So he doesn't have an actual... We all said the same thing about Marlon. Marlon had no real... Um, He had no real competition for a long, long time. And as soon as he did get a bit of competition, and obviously the issue with the Black Lives Matter and everything, he had some real competition. He left because McNamara took his spot. Danny McNamara for a long, long time was guaranteed to be playing at right back because he was the only one and Leonard was out injured and he clearly didn't fancy Shackleton. And I think he got too comfortable. I know he's a Millwall boy and I'm glad that I think it was Lou who said about it, There's people in this. There's people that are talking that have been on this on the podcast and that are listening to this podcast that have pointed out that McNamara has been poor for a long, long time, but he gets away with it, and you can't say it because he's a Millwall fan. (laughs) Ben Thompson was a Millwall fan. Again, everybody loved Tom Owen was saying how fantastic he was and he should be getting an opportunity. He doesn't get in at the in a League One side. At the moment, so clearly the, the the Harris at the time, I think, who got rid of him or or route or whatever, knew that he wasn't up to it. I'm not saying that Danny McNamara is not up to it because he's been he has been up until about February or, or or beginning of March. He had been very very good, but lack of confidence, lack of competition, and knowing that you're going to play, it doesn't take. One of the things I used to say about Paul Robinson, Paul Robinson was never, ever, ever the best defender in the world. But when he needed to, he would get the ball out. He would he would get the ball out, and I just don't see. I just don't see. Sometimes Danny McNamara will play a pass that he doesn't need to, and it puts us into trouble. And uh, there's, he, he being a Millwall boy, he should know. Just get the get rid you of can't... it. Don't be too technical. I just listen. It. I'm
0: not going to sit here and fucking turn it into a thingy, mate. There's fucking a lot more shit like Long and everyone else. But look, I I just I'm I I think that there's a lot what we probably don't know, and I think that you know we don't know what's being dictated to what players have to do. But I do think that it's just not. I I, I think Danny a few months ago to Danny now something's happened in between. I don't think you know. Uh, You know, I think, yeah, maybe the form's dropped a little bit, but I don't think things massively change. And I think it's just, it's one of those, what is what it is, and I think it will come true. He's not,
3: he's not the only player that has played poorly. It's not, it's not a case of, oh, it's all his fault. There's other players that perhaps, i.e. today, Billy Mitchell. Billy Mitchell was not at it whatsoever, (laughs) but over the course of the season and over the course of the last 12 games, there's certain players that have been playing and the goalkeeper is quite clearly one that should have been replaced. He could have been replaced after Sunderland. He could have been replaced after Sheffield United. He could have been replaced after Hull. And he wasn't. And unfortunately, he's. It, I think he's been picked because Bart has an issue with his knee, which then says that there's, he hasn't really got any real competition. So he knows he's going to play. So if he makes a mistake, it doesn't matter because well. he's going to get picked next week anyway.
0: And there we go. Just so that everyone knows, and I will put his picture out there in a minute for you. That James, who uh, who wanted to come on, is uh, a bit of a twat. Um, Fuck him. So yeah, he's out now. Um, go on, Ollie. What are you got to say? No, fella? Uh... Ollie, go on for fella. Ollie, three, two, uh...
9: one, go. Hello. Uh, I just want to say we paid absolutely poorly in the second half. Our first, the first half was brilliant. And then it looked like we were shell-shocks in the second half because we had such a great performance in the first.
0: I think, to be honest, I, I, I agree with you. I think the problem what we had was first half we went out, we played out of our skin. If we'd have gone in like what Omar said, if we'd have gone in 2-1, we would have probably still had our heads on uh, it's not over yet. I think the fact that we went in 3-1... And I think that's the problem. Where we went in 3-1, all of a sudden, we come out thinking, we've won this. This is ours. All we've got to do now is just hold on and we, we've won this. And it just fucking backfired so heavily, it was unbelievable. Personally, that's what I think. It's called parking the bus. Yeah, we didn't even park the bus, mate. We fucking left yeah. around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I no. It was bad parking. Oh,
10: can, I, can, can I just come in once more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Yeah. I, I... I think this year was a wonderful opportunity because if you look like uh, um, Norwich and Watford who came down last year, they were pretty ordinary. The chances are maybe Leeds are going to come down, Everton. For, I think there's better teams coming down. Um, and I think this was a wonderful opportunity. And it's all very... Well, we've all kind of slagged the players off. We keep saying we're not doing it, but we've kind of picked them out a little bit. And I'm just going to add one more thing. I don't think Siam Fleming, who I think is good enough for our team, is quite as good as he thinks he is, and I think we've put him on a bit of a, a pedestal. Um, I think he's a, a a nice player. I'm not sure he would play Premier Football. I know a lot of you guys probably think he would, um, and I think he started off really well. And I think we were all saying our great years. You know, he comes from Amsterdam and all that, and it's fantastic. Um, I don't think he's as good as he thinks he is. And uh, and like Danny Mac, you said about Danny Mac, I've seen Danny <laughs> Mac have some great games. Yeah. The last 10 days, 10 games, he's been useless. But I don't think Sam Fleming's been much better. And just no, the other thing <laughs> that I'm concerned about, I think we need to probably get rid of Mason Bennett. Yeah. I mean, he, we don't get a season out of him. I don't know if he's, if he's good or bad. I've never seen him play for 10 or 12 games. And, it, Nick, and that's worrying as well. Spot on
4: again, Stephen. I think the thing is, with Fleming, I mean, Stephen all laugh here, but I, he, he gets a free ride because of how he's performed yes. in the first half of the season. Again, I want my best players at the business end of the season to be dragging us through games when we need them most, when the team aren't playing as well as they can be, or are, have been, they're out of form, you need your best players to stand up, and there's been multiple occasions. I don't even know was playing today.
11: No, no, me neither. Right
4: hit the post in the free kick. Great. Wigan, non-existent. The list can go on in a number of games recently where we knew he was on the pitch. He, if he wants to play Premier League football, and he, he obviously does, he, as you said, Stephen, he needs to step up his game and he needs to start impacting more games when we're not playing well. And at the minute, he doesn't do that enough.
0: No, 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 no totally agree. Yeah. To you, totally agree. There, Connor. What you got to say, fella? Mick, what's happening? Um, oh, can good, you? mate. All oh, good. Yes, mate. you yeah, can good. Hear you loud and clear. Come I on, just want to go back to what you were saying,
13: Mick. I think how fucking depressing is it with what you said that because we went in 3-1, we didn't really know what to do with it. Do you know how depressing that is to hear that we're, we're going in at half-time 3-1 in a full ass and because we ain't winning 2-1, we shit ourselves. That like, <laughs> Do what you agree with me,
0: though? Do you agree with
13: what i say there? That I do know what you're saying. Home, I do Omar, Omar, yeah, Omar and I do agree it. with Omar what you're saying. Yeah, I do agree with, and I do agree with what Omar's saying. But that just fucking depresses me. Any other team on a day like today will come out and score two more goals. But we're yeah, exactly. ourselves. Yeah.
0: Also, and we take attacking players, players off when we should have put, yeah, exactly. you know, kept more attacking on. Is that? I mean, why SA wasn't on the on the on the sub bench today? I don't know. No, even the, the confidence after the confidence of him in, winning that award, and and listen, the kid come up to take the presentation and he the Keith had a speech written. yeah i, he heard, I, heard, that. I heard that. he spoke that. really well and he was, yeah. he spoke fucking really well and said listen he, he looked he looked at the academy lads and he said to him, uh, the academy management and he said listen you put a lot of trust in me and got me to the first team he yeah. said and now the hard work continues and i promise i won't let you down and yeah. and then all of a sudden the one of the most important games and he him and Bury. Could have fucking absolutely, we'll come to Bury in a minute with his fuck-up, but him and Brewer Bury could have been that pace what we needed on either wing. Yeah. with another couple of attacking option. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah. we've got balls coming in on the floor. We might have scored another two or three goals. But I come on
13: here a few weeks ago, Mick, after the Birmingham mm. game, and all that talk about SA, yeah, we're easing him in and he's too young to play in these big games. That's all shit, mate. If you're good enough, you're old enough, yeah? Correct. And every time he's come on that pitch, he's done something. Back to the Fleming talk as well, I don't agree with what people are saying that he's gone missing the last couple of months, yeah? In my opinion, Fleming's a proper player. But let me tell you something now, that second half performance from him, he should be fucking ashamed of himself. He walked for that whole half. I was watching him closely, he walked for 45 minutes. He didn't run. So I don't know what happened. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm in total shock. We shouldn't be shocked by now, yeah? But I'm in shock at what I see in that second half. It's like somebody's come in the dressing room and paid them all off as tweet, well, I said, what, lose this game. I've never but ever he, seen anything like it in all my life. Honestly. Sam,
0: there's someone on Twitter, Sam, um, Sigmund George seventy six has posted, I don't want to see this from Rat. We needed the win. We needed the win too. It says I'll find where it's come from in a sec Um, because it's post-match, and it says as soon as the second goal went in, you could see the nerves in the team. That little bit of space just opened up everywhere because Blackpool, Blackburn even, Blackburn needed to win. They were able to play with a little bit more freedom, go more attacking with numbers, and we had to deal with that defensively. That, I'm afraid... It's the biggest crock of bullshit yeah. I've ever heard we in We fucking life. needed yeah, to Yeah, but that's... We
4: needed to win. That, that, that's not on Rowett, though. That's, I think that's exactly what he's been saying on in the last few games. And I know we can argue and say he's the manager, yes, whatever. But that's the players on the pitch. If they're going at 3-2 and then freezing don't know what to do, without Rowett getting on the pitch and kicking a ball, that's not on him, is it?
8: No, but it's on Rowett when he brings on Malone. Yeah, <laughs>
4: What else can we do at that stage as a full-back? Not
8: bring off our top goal scorers. But, but not, not, not bring that. off our top goal scorers when we need to but, win but the game. At that
4: point, what we need to realise is he's played every minute of the season so far. No,
13: nah, you can't take off, I'm sure when you need to win a football match, man. He scored 17 in goals.
4: need to look at it a little bit logically and go, he obviously couldn't play. He couldn't get through that 90 minutes. Otherwise, he would have been on the pitch, wouldn't he? He wouldn't have taken him off if he weren't injured or... Felt like he couldn't give what he
10: needed to. There's no way he would have taken
13: him off. Bradshaw was still running whilst Fleming was strolling the black. Why didn't he take Fleming off?
10: He it took be- our three best players in the first half off. Actually,
13: yeah, yeah, he
8: did. yeah, at 100 criminal, mate. What more? Burke, uh, as I said, I haven't been big fans of what no, more and Burke, but today them two were the best two players on the pitch. Correct. And then he took them off from Malone, from Malone
10: and Bennett. Well, I can understand Bennett wants you to give him a go, but I don't
8: understand Malone. I don't Bennett, understand it. Bennett, Bennett is more fucked after five minutes running than Bradshaw is after ninety. Hence why he don't play. Geezer's made of glass. Why is he on? Why? Why? Why is he? Do you know what I mean? But this is what I mean. And then you bring on Bury, who hasn't been playing. But Essie's just won our Young Player of the Season. Where's he? So I don't <laughs> yeah. see it. I know he's fit. So Where but, is he guys, then? The, going back Bullets, to the Malone man. one, again, Bullets. he's he brought Malone on because he
4: went and played wide left because Styles went into the middle. We can all, all cunt off his substitutions, but he moved players around to move into different positions. That's exactly my point. Which is where... I mean. But see, I see mean,
8: what you just said, right? See what you've just said. That's why he fucked up at the start of the season. Because I heard someone here say um, that at the start of the season, we only had three centre-halves. <laughs> you think we had three centre-halves. In Gary Rats, man, we had six. We had George Evans, Ryan Leonard, yes. Murray Wallace, yeah. Sean Hutchinson, Jake Cooper and Charlie mm. Cresswell. Yeah. All six of them can play. But guess where else they can also play? They can play left wing back, right yeah, wing because back, no, we went He signed all these mental no, players we that can play in 16 positions. In me, what you
4: have already said that. And I, look, I'm, this isn't me sticking up for Gary Ratt. I'm just saying we need to, we can't <laughs> cut off his substitutions without going, well, he actually changed formation. He had no one else on the bench to do it. We said Shackleton wasn't fit. Bury's... With the Bury and SA thing, we can argue till the cows come home. I don't know why SA wasn't on the bench, but we can't just moan at him for his <laughs> yeah, but it.
0: Hang on, Ben. No, I understand that, but the subs are on him. They've subs have been on him every game. This isn't This isn't just today where he made substitutions and we went, oh, they're a bit poor. The, he's made these substitutions like this throughout the whole of the fucking season. And the fact is, is that we took off our three best players from the first half, for what? To go defensive? But what was the fucking point of going defensive when we were a free draw? We needed to go out and win yeah, that game. More... Bring on more attacking. Don't don't, don't go fucking sit back. Oh. Just go forward. The players go on holiday, no doubt. Most of them are fucking on a plane right yeah. now. 100%. 100%. Right? They're on a plane right, right now. That. So at the end of the day, look at look at what you call it, right? I don't want to talk about a vermin, but look at yesterday. Fucking... Um, Oh, what's his name? Fucking the young lad who's going to be worth a fucking fortune. I can't think of his name. Uh, Rice. Oh, Declan no. Rice. He was absolutely fucked after yesterday's game. He left everything on the pitch. He was right? brilliant. Right? He was fantastic. Yeah. And yet, we can you tell me there was one player there today who was fucked? Nope. After that game, was there one player who well, was Well, I'm sure... Fucked. I'm sure Salvo all, sure, all, sure all
4: Bradders well probably. They wouldn't have come off, to right? be f- that's my point. They've played a lot of minutes. They've, they wouldn't have come off. There's no way those players who have been arguably our best players of the season and players of the season would have come off at that stage if they weren't, hadn't given their all or hadn't had niggles. or Do you know what I mean? There's no way they would have done that in my
13: head. Yeah. He yeah, fought okay. on two players today in Malone and Bennett who every single person in that grand, including the management, knows six weeks ago they're not going to be at the club next season. So why would you bother bringing them on today? He yeah, yeah. Be coming on in Who's not going to be in the club? Bennett alone's Malone not going to be in the club next season. No, I'll tell
11: you what. I noticed today when we came out in the second half, it were we were like four, five, one anyway. They that
0: were fucked. It. But uh, Jason Moss, what you got to say, fella? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, fella.
14: Yeah, fucking, it's hard to put into context uh, what I've seen today, because I ain't watched none of the highlights back, it took me a while to get back with my little boy and that, but uh, I try and add as much as I can in as little time as possible to what you boys have said, you've all made some really valid points, but I feel dejected, because I was going to say it sums up our season, what happened there, it sort of personifies our season, but I don't think that's fair, I think it's more, it sums up the last couple of months. Do you Know what I mean? The, the fact that we've been so near, but yet so far in so many games, we should have got it over the line. It's like the Abbotsfield game, the Birmingham game, like you know, those sorts of games where you should be winning them and you ain't done it. You know, then, then we wouldn't be looking at this game and ruin it as much as we are, would we? But, no. uh, you know, the, the, the long thing as well, long wait, like, honestly, I, I have said nothing about long in two months, I've, I've, held, I've held judgment, but. Honestly, you, you can't sit there and cut off individuals. It's unfair to do that because it's all sort of spur of the moment. Everyone's feeling a bit emotional tonight, mate. But, but having said that, mate, that, that geezer is fucking shit. <laughs> he, he, he,
13: he, no, and,
14: uh, honestly, I've said nothing on season, but I've got to say it now, mate. I've got to say it. You can't, you can't keep picking him. It's like, to an extent, I get it. Rowett's giving him Rowett's giving, been loyal to him. He's since saying in the distribution we we blah blah blah. We all know the fucking story, but if you if you literally like he's done it in the past, doesn't he? In games, it's like it, 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 does anybody else agrees. Like the way he dives, he seems to dive backwards and in slow mo Yeah. It's, yeah, So like, like I, 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 I've forgiven him in the past for, for, for being being in positions where it right, could be blindsided, there, it could be blindsided. Maybe he didn't see the ball till late, but like time and time again, you just think you, you, your positioning is fucking foul. Like you're a professional goalkeeper, and your position is just like schoolboy. The like, cup dives like he's in a dream, <laughs> and, and he does. The Huddersfield
10: well. goal was
14: a goal, he messed up. Yeah. I know, and 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 you know, there was a couple of times the Sheffield United game, he dug us out, but he made a couple of errors yeah. in that game too. It's like yeah. you know, you can't you can't defend no. it. He has he has cost us two goals today. Whether you, you, I'm not sitting here digging individuals out, but
12: he has definitely cost us he two goals push today. He He always pushes it back in the danger zone. Yeah, and yeah, he, this, yeah he, the today, he pushed it back in the danger yeah, zone. He it straight back to him. Yeah. He? Exactly. Then he come back to him with his legs, and instead of getting it in between his legs, you know, and then get his hands on it.
14: He's trying to kick you back out. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, there's, there's a big story to the season, though. It ain't just off of one game. It's like, like as Stevens touched on it, Stephen's been banging that drum for a while. I know he has. We talk to each other. But, like, the, 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 the fact that we've let a phoby go... Um, what's the other, the other lad? Al, Al, Alaphim, hello, hello. Faye. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, not, 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 not bringing a single fucking, you know, Nisbet saga or whatever. But your thing is, you put all your regs in one basket then, haven't you? Right. And that and that, that sort of reeks of poor 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 time and poor management on the recruitment side of things. It's like you, you've got all you've got all season to prepare for that January window. If you're gonna turn around and let a phobia go all right, isn't starting, isn't looking the best, right? Looks disinterested, whatever, you've let him go. But you you, you need to be able to replace him. We have literally run Bradshaw into the ground. We have yeah. literally broken the man. Quite And right. he's been phenomenal. He's been absolutely phenomenal. But what we've done in January leading up to this end of this season, is almost like it's very mildew, <coughs> isn't it? Should we just say that? Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I heard oh, you absolutely. say Mick earlier, Mick, I heard you say earlier, like, I don't know what we need, right? I fucking know what we need. We need 10 million quid. Yeah, just at just that point, one sec, one sec. Oh,
0: H, um, you're a new caller, mate. I just needed to check you out before coming in to make sure you weren't another fucking dimwit. But what you got to say, fella?
15: It's all good, mate. Um, where to start, to be honest? I'm devastated like everyone else here, probably. But I feel like it's been the same old story for the same last three seasons. I'm not particularly a rat-out person. I believe he has done wonders with what he's had at his disposal the last few years however the butt does slightly fall at him because he loves to utilise the defensive style of playing system and I feel like that's been the, the ultimate cost really this year and the last few seasons where we've always missed out on a few points we've got attacking talents like Tyler Berry and Romain that we could easily utilise at the end stage of this season and gave them a run of games when they could have potentially made a difference but we ultimately didn't and I feel like that's been the cost, using players out of position as well. Uh, so many things, to be honest, but that's what I've got to say, really. It's just no, a, all right. same that's... old, same old.
0: That's it. We'll come back to your point in a sec. Kino, um,
16: what are you going to say, fella? Hello, mate. Um, yeah, no, just just for me, I think going back to the recruitment, um, I think it's just so poor. Um, you know, we, we can we can put out a half-decent side if fully fit, but our problem is, you look, to, you then look to the bench and you think, we haven't really got anyone that can come on and impact the game. And you look back to January and our recruitment in January, we're buying fringe or we're bringing in fringe players, you know, yeah. like someone like Oli Burke. We we had him last year. He, he didn't really light it up, did he? Did he for us? So uh, that was a yeah. bit of a weird one in itself. What more? For me, you know, don't get me wrong. Today was he was superb, and he's he shown glimpses. But again, it's just for me. It is it is that um, that fringe play, that fringe type player that we keep seeming to bring in. We don't go go and buy like you know an Abene at Rotherham, one one of their best players, or or bringing in like a Johnson Clark Harris, a, a, a goal scorer at Championship and League One level. Do you know what I mean?
0: What, the, the question I've got for you, and I know that I know there's a Luton podcast um, listening into this as well, mm-hmm. and I know there's a commentary because we're on different groups, and they're they're all top lads. But what's the difference between us and Luton? I know they've got shit ground, so let's not start on that. But what's the difference between we're both pretty similar with the budget, the fucking the small team the you know the commercial revenue everything else about it but what's being done differently with them recruit they seem
8: to want it a lot exactly more than that. we do recruitment 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 100%. Exactly that. the th- the thing is right we find players that can play in 17 different positions and they're fucking second choice oh, players at their team. Sorry. the reason the reason we find we got our lack of depth we try and make up for with versatility yeah. in it so, you'll be like, okay, cool, Murray Wallace is injured. Now, let's play our left wing, Callum Styles at left back. Oh, is Savile injured? Let's play our left back, Callum Styles at centre mid. Like we've, We try and make up for our lack of depth with versatility, where these play uh, these teams find out out-and-out players. If you've got a centre mid, you're playing centre mid. You, you're not going to play right wing one game and centre mid another game. Do you know what I mean? But here's what it is. They've got out-and-out out-and-out uh, out out wingers, out-and-out out midfielders that know their role, whereas we've got players who just seem to fill I in. Mean, that that
3: point, sorry, that point there, Lou. I've been banging on about that for the last three or four years. We, I hate the word utility, yep. and all we, all you get when we sign any player. If you go back at the start of this Brown, season and have a look paper. at the, yeah, have a look at the article, right where that where we signed Honeyman, where we signed um, any player. He got, the first thing in the first paragraph, it's always he can play centre mid, he can play attacking mid, he can play wide right. They can always do something else. And if you want to be successful at any level, at it. any level of football, you have to sign players to play in their correct yeah. positions every single game. Zian Fleming, point point uh, again, if you play him in his right position, he looks a better player. Bradshaw, you play him in his right position. When Bradshaw a couple of seasons ago was asked to go out left and out right, it do not work. It doesn't work. You have to buy players that are specialist right back, specialist right mid, specialist centre mid, specialist left back, whatever the position is. You can get away with one or two because it's always handy to have players that can fill in, but not Constantly. five, six or seven. Yeah.
12: Can I... Can I- can I ask one quick question? You know, um, our recruitment and who does it? So, look, we've got that Alex Aldridge, haven't we, that always gets named yep. around. And he was working for the South London Press previously, wasn't he? How's he
0: got the job of being head of our recruitment? He went to Stoke. It used to be, it was quite funny, really, because Aldo used to, used to be uh, a Southern News yeah. reporter, well, probably six, seven years ago, maybe eight years ago. Then he started News yep. then. Then News Den, then he sold News It Then to Southwark News. And then he got a position in the club because he used to come to us when he was journalist. He used to come to fans for all the tidbits yeah. and everything else and find all the rumours. Then he went to the club and we were trying to find the rumours back and we got blanked and you know we, we never got phone calls yeah. back. Then he left Millwall and went Stoke. to um, yeah. Stoke. And then I think Stoke didn't necessarily work out. Um, and then, yeah, he come back. But again, it was telling because Rowick did a, 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 another newspaper interview, What turned around and said, you know, well, you know, they wanted him back and, and, you know, he's come back. But, I mean, if you speak to people we're in, a lot of the players, Fleming uh, and a few of the other players were picked in, allegedly, were down to Rarick, not down to, down yeah, to him. Fleming, so, I mean, I've got no idea.
5: Sorry to interrupt you there, Mick. I know Fleming was identified previously by the previous head of recruitment, which Gary Rowick. You know, he he was Gary Rowett, someone that Rowett's had at a couple of clubs with him. He's identified players and knows the style. Yeah, he knows yeah. the style that Gary Rowett wants to play, identifies yeah. players who can fit in a Gary Rowett team almost. So, that's why. And like players like Fleming, he was down to that. But it's like, even if you look down the road at Gillingham, who we are in League 2, like, they've got a more professional like setup in that bit. Because Aldridge, what is it? His job title is like Director of oh, Operations, is. which is like... Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. It's he's proper. doing he's doing like four or five jobs almost under that title. If you look at Gillian, they've got a head of recruitment and
4: Utility, a director of It <laughs> he, yeah. he goes back Utility to that in it. Party, <laughs> I mean,
8: he, We've got him on the at, cheap, mate. We've got him on the cheap. 20 quid a fucking week. He's fucking our head scout. Exactly. But it's, like,
0: it's like what... Hang on. It's like what I said to you earlier on. That I believe... The, um, and there's a, a guy here what does scouting and stuff but I believe and you've all said it that our players aren't playing in the positions what they want to play in they're playing in all over the place and I think that's the problem where if if we had if we had 11 players on the pitch playing in the position what they were meant to play in I think we would be a completely different team um, and, and and to me that's what we're lacking. It's this utility... Oh, well, look, we can't get the player we want. We haven't really got enough funds to go out and buy us a, a 20, 25 goal-a-season striker. But hang on, look, we've got this guy here who's about 28. But he can play as a striker, plus he can play as a centre midfield or he can play as a left midfield. Let's sign in because at least then we're getting free for the price of one.
3: To be fair. Right, on that, though... Sorry, on that, just a quick one. Let's go to anyone mm-hmm. that's listening and anyone that wants to answer. Firstly... Would you sign Callum Styles? I yeah. would. I would sign Callum Styles yes. in a heartbeat. However, however, he has played wide left, left back, mm. centre mid, centre attacking <laughs> mid. What position, what position are you buying him in? And, f- and for what reason? Because if we buy him, he isn't going to stick to one position. He's our
4: best player in all those positions. So it don't matter.
3: But, but what I'm saying is is that the the player that... This is the problem, and this is what what we're faced with. Callum Styles is a really good footballer. Technically, he is very, very good, but he's played in four different positions. If you're going to spend £1.5 million on him, which is the fee that is, is being touted, he has to be given one position and play there. That will never happen under yeah. we, won't be,
0: we
4: won't be paying that much. Anymore, no chance.
0: I, I, listen, I, I, sorry on that. I... I I I really don't like this press. I'm going to have to listen to this press conference thing. But, right, there's a comment in News at Den which says it was about the game, about getting to the 46th game in a brilliant position. I thought that you could see elements within that that we were. In the last six or seven games, we didn't handle the moments as well as we needed to. If we want to be a really top team, we spoke about the fact that part of the day was learning about how the teams cope with pressure and in difficult situations in the game. To me, maybe it's me, but is that not just fucking throwing the players under the bus? Saying that, well, the players couldn't handle the pressure today, so they fucking folded.
3: To be fair, to be fair, I think no, I don't think he's wrong either. I don't think he's wrong at all. I don't. The subs the subs were very questionable, but some of our players in the second half looked like that they'd absolutely gone. They looked like they They'd confidence had gone. They didn't know what they were doing. That They, but, they lost their
8: bottle. The worst thing but is, but yeah, how does your, how does your confidence go... Sorry, sorry. How does your confidence go when you're 3-1 up at half-time playing well? How does your confidence go? Is, it, I don't understand. You're 3-1 down at half-time and you're we playing...
14: We're just at least... 3-1 up, are we, boy? No, we but, uh, we that's, ain't used but to being free thing, we, thing, never, no. look, we don't
12: yeah,
14: but, do that we, uh, never, we, we never used to being in that yeah, position But listen, that's
0: right the... Is it just us, right All of us on here, there's there's fucking loads of us on here tonight it's, it's the biggest space of the season, right Loads of messages, loads of people wanting to talk Loads of things, right And we'll be on here for a little bit longer And then we'll come off probably another 10-15 minutes or so But to me, <clears throat> right We all know The longest cost us games for most of the season, right? Silly little saves, silly little mistakes has across the season. Yet, why haven't we fucking taken him off? And even if if Bart ain't fit, then why haven't we played one of the other keepers for a little bit to see whether or not how they are? Because they couldn't have played any fucking worse, to be honest, and they might Oops, have played sp- better. <coughs> so all this of going, oh, we don't want to do this, we don't want to do that. It, mm-hmm. It's Listen, the, the, the people who play on that pitch... He's down to Rowett. No one else. It's down to Rowett.
14: Well, Mick, that's a big question I'd ask. Like, you, you know, like someone said earlier on, they think that Long's probably been playing because uh, Bart's got a problem with his knee. Well, if that's the case, why have we just given him a new contract then? Like, well, there you I'm, go. I'm baffled, mate. I'm baffled. Like, no, don't no, you know, okay like that, I, love, okay. I love Bart. He's two times player of the season, but all of a sudden he gets dropped for Long and you're thinking, well that's a bit sudden, isn't it? I get it. Everyone thinks, you know, the be all and end all is distribution, modern football. Fuck all that, by the way. Do what you're good at. Mm. You know? Um, I don't get the Bart situation and the long situation. Because clearly to me, Bart's a better keeper. So if he's got a dodgy
8: knee, why the fuck have we just given him a contract extension? It's like, well, let's let's get real. With it. Bart got Bart, listen, Bart got scapegoated. When we conceded in two goals a game at the start of the season, right, when we had five at the back and no cunt could defend. Bart got scapegoated. We turned to four at the back and we've got Jules Long goal. All of a sudden, yeah, we concede less because we're playing better. Doesn't mean George uh, Long's a better goalie than Bart. If you put Bart in that four at the back, who knows? We might have, we might have finished fucking fourth or third. I mean, I've you know spoken I mean? about Bart in the past. mate. you know I have.
11: So, hey, hang, on, hang on. Hang...
0: Yeah, no, I've got, I've got to say your point. I just want to bring something in just to add a bit uh, I've towards the end about, of fire.
11: I've spoken about Bart in the past and said, you know, he's better than Long. And I've been shot down in flames quite a few times, but it's still better than long all day long.
0: Right.
6: This but...
11: this
0: this 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 could be. I've just been sent this right, and we'll see what's what. I mean, um, Phil Clark, Harry Harry Sims, who's on the group, is on the is on the chat. <coughs> I suppose to say. I mean, uh, Phil Clark's posted earlier on. Uh, I do think also Rowan needs to go over his fascination with Fleming too. He's a good player, but he's also not above being substituted or dropped. Today was one of those days, like numerous across the season, where he really has been invisible, uh, which is why he was never my player of the season, which a few people did. I mean, we were shocked that Savile didn't win it, uh, Savile come third, but still. But there is a a report what uh, Crystal Palace fans... Posted. Uh, it's not a massive account, so I don't take a lot apart from his credited the athletic where it's obviously come from. Mill boss Gary Rowett has emerged as a favourite for the Open Crystal Palace job, <laughs> and is keen on taking the step up to the Premier League. He would be interested in keeping Player of the Year Xion Fleming with him at the Eagles, which would cost around four million pounds. I am sorry, but yeah, if Mill sells Fleming for four million pounds. That's Kyle. That's mean,
9: get get, that get out, get out,
0: get
8: out, gone though. Absolute fucking bollocks, mate. He takes it, let him. What's the odds? What's the odds on them to go down next season? See
9: what I know. Funny, whilst right, you know. Um, whilst I'm speaking, I just want to mention um, this guy name. This guy's name. He's out bowling on, lo- on loan at the minute. His name's James Trafford, and he's one of the best keepers I've probably seen in League One in a long time. And Mill would be stupid to not go in for a loan offer for him. Because he's. He, I bet you, he's better than long, He's better than but. You know, he's young. He'll give, you know, decide what we need as a goalkeeper. He won't. He catches the ball. That's, that's all you need. I've that's seen it. But, like, I get what you mean. He is a
5: fantastic goalkeeper. But the problem is, he plays in Man City. I doubt Pep's going to take a look at our style of football. And that's fine. Like, you know, Man City have got a very different, like... You know, way they want to play. Pep said his perfect team would be eleven goalkeepers. So I just see it very unlikely that Pep would like look at the way we play football and go, Yeah, you know what, I think that's brilliant for my goalkeepers'
9: development. You're saying that but then he's also sent Morgan Rogers online to Blackpool this season.
5: Yeah, there is there is that, but I just I think he's got more hope for Trafford because Trafford's younger and Rogers hasn't had
9: that. He needs to step up to championship football, so you know, and with with And Pep
0: did say he owes us after we let him have the ground when they come to Wembley yeah. or whatever, when it? But then again that's just PR bullshit.
10: Does he so fancy
8: does he fancy like... doing, doing six months in the dugout then? The cunt. <laughs> Get him in for six months, that'll give us a favour back. Fuck me. We need more than that. We need more than a goalie. We need more than a goalie for a favour, I'm telling you right just, now. Just on that route,
16: Just on that route thing.
14: I'd like to see him work with our budget. Every,
16: everyone <laughs> shouts, What's everyone shouts for a new manager if Rowett ends up going or whatever? Kevin <laughs> Nugent.
9: Kevin, Kevin Nugent, the job. It'd all be, be
12: Steve Morrison. <laughs>
9: <laughs> the cheap well, option. It, it, will, it will be Morrison.
12: I'd love Morrison. to see go for someone different. Option, and they'll Morrison. say he's meal through and through. He knows the players and he knows the fans. They'll all be fine. That's what they'll say.
8: It'll be Aldo, State. utility man.
0: Yes, uh,
12: that's it, that's <laughs> it. Manager.
8: I <Yeah>. thought <laughs> lunch. Give it a look.
0: Oh, look. <laughs> he's won everything else this season. So,
9: uh, yeah, yeah. He's won everything I else. Mean, so, yeah. being, being all serious on that, I think, you know, you should give um, the under-21s manager a shot because he's he's done fantastic things in the under-21s. Um, I'd like to see Tom Leahy have a shot at football as well because he's been on fire. Um, this, why, this, why is he giving him a
10: chance this year? The only person he's given a chance to has been SA, A, not it?
0: Yeah. Uh
10: yeah. He he hasn't played he hasn't brought one of those kids or anything on the bench even. Why? I
0: don't
10: know. The, the
12: last person was the, uh, the the guy that went to Rangers, wasn't it?
10: La- Lovelace. Lovelace, That's
12: yeah. It. Apart from that, and he, he jogged on.
10: Just changing the subject slightly, Blackburn with five or ten minutes to go today, bought on um Bradley Dack. He's a really good player, and it shows this I think he is. And it shows the kind of strength they've got, what they can bring on. I mean, they didn't bring him on as a game change. They brought him on probably to give someone a rest. But we just haven't had any, anyone to bring on to change a game. Also, Tyree Stolen
16: comes on at half time as well. Who? Ty- that Tyree Stolen, the, the little Yeah.
10: yeah. Game changers.
16: Yeah. We ain't but got not, anything, not one kid's
10: been getting that Lee here. He's been knocking in goals, isn't he, for the kids?
0: Yeah,
10: I'm, yeah,
9: about thirty, I think.
10: Emily, thirty. And he hasn't given him one sniff. No. Not one sniff.
14: No. no. One, of, one, of game game, one of our game changers is anonymous today. And I don't want to dig, kick-digging out players, but Fleming, Fleming didn't do enough for me today. And I, I, what I worry about is that we've, we've blown smoke up his arse a little bit by him getting year. Like It, it was yeah. mentioned earlier on, you know? I don't think he should have won it. He's been great. If you look at the L season as a whole... But I, I don't, I don't think yeah. he was the best best player throughout the whole season. He's gone missing where it's mattered almost. Do you know what I mean? And you can almost give him that leeway no, and give it. him that credit because of he's new in, he's new into the game. It's his first season in English football. He's done well, the boy. But I, I don't know. I I, I, worry, I worry that it's gone, to his, not gone to his head. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm worried that
8: we blow smoke up his ass a little bit there. I think no. I think, the reason, I think the reason he ain't played some of the youngsters is because he didn't want to put the pressure on them towards the back end of the season. But then you look at what's happened today and he's got all his experienced pros out there, and we're three went up at half-time, and they still crumble. So, do no, you know I mean? today? Some
10: of them didn't no, know, like but there was opportunities when we've had, well, there was opportunities when we had six or seven players injured, where he could have brought a kid in, or, or a couple of kids in, he, he hasn't done it at all.
0: Yeah. No, so, I totally get that. I get that. I get that completely, so yeah. You
10: know, he kept on bringing George Evans on, didn't he? For a period of time. Where Evans was an actively in and out of the team, albeit as sub, surely there was that opportunity to bring a kid on. Especially a kid yeah. that's got thirty goals and we've only got one goal scorer. Anyway. No, I totally
0: get it. <laughs> let's um let's see where this goes then. Um the borough guy, do you wanna come on, fellow? The borough Bible. Go on, fella, what are you gotta say? This could work one of two ways, but still, I'm okay. Go on, fella. Go on, fella, what are you gotta say? Borough Bible. Three, two, one. Okay, let's go with uh, commentary fan. Commentary, gone fella. You got anything to say, mate?
3: So this has gone. This has gone well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Commentary, fella. Do you want to say anything? Oh, we're
11: the same thing, Stu. we thing is exactly the same.
0: Lee, do you want to say anything? Absolutely. What to say? So atomic conducted into the British music. I don't know what he was going to say. Then, hang on, let me just go back there one second.
6: Uh,
0: you have to unmute yourself, fella.
6: Go on, Lee. Lee,
15: go on, mate. What do you want to say,
0: Lee? Anything you want to say? Hi. No? Okay. There we go. It's easy to do. Right, off you go then. Um, Right, we are going to do five minutes left and then we're going, mate. So, um, Stephen, what do you want to say, fella? Um, I
3: think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered around, we've touched on it earlier, around the January recruitment. I think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered on the, um, I was listening to you guys talking about the under-21s there and the fact that they scored a lot of goals I can't believe for a second that that some of those, especially um, you, there was talk around Zach Lovelace last January. We we played Palace in the FA Cup. Yeah, we had two of them. Na- Nana Boateng was yeah. on the bench and come on in that yeah. game. Then he got an injury, so we didn't see him. But he's been back for the under twenty one. So yeah. Rowick, you can't say that he's not sinning because he called him up to the first team squad at least once and played at the Den. So. Yeah. You can't... It, it, there's one that, that you definitely needs to... The question needs to be asked for... Or asked, at, you know, to rally as to why not. And ultimately, I think there's a lot of people... A lot of people have spoke, a lot of tweets, a lot of loads of stuff going on on, on on social media and everything about today. It's been really, really disappointing. It was absolutely gutting at full time. Or it was gutting when they scored their, their third and fourth. Mm. I think the season has been... It has been, I think it's been an okay season. We haven't achieved what we wanted. We haven't achieved what we set out to do. But we have shown that there are players out there that you can go on our budget, that you can bring in, like Fleming. Perhaps we need to find two or three more, which is easier said than done. But there's players out there that can certainly improve us. Will Gary Rowett be the man to do that? I don't think so. Um, that's not me saying I want him to go but I don't think it'll be him I I can see him leaving the club but God help whoever comes in because it's going to be one hell of a rebuild this summer
0: Yeah Dan what you got to say fella
5: Yeah well I I don't think there's too much to add on that really I was actually just looking um, at how much Middlesbrough have just paid for Tuba Akron because I'm aware that um, you know we've discussed it a couple of times on here before Luton only paid two million for Colton Morris Middlesbr- uh, Coventry only paid, sorry, one million for um Giorgarez, and Middlesbrough paid two and a half million for Akpom, like e- according to Wikipedia for all these, you know, like transfer yeah. fees. So it's like, you know, there is a lot of players out there that would suit our budget who would actually come in and make a huge difference to us. But like, do I trust the recruitment side of the club to get it right? No, I don't. And that's the biggest concern going into this transfer window because. Depending on your views, we probably need. I think most people would say we need at least six, and I think maybe at most ten or eleven. Like, the, when does the club ever have a transfer window when we bring in ten or eleven players? And when do we ever have a transfer window when we bring in, like, even Dan, four Dan. players that hit the ground running? Sorry to interrupt in what you, fell. A quick
14: question: Does anyone know, like, how many players have we got out of contract at the end of this season? A
0: it's a good call, and it's something we will be looking into. On uh, on
3: shows very soon. Yeah, so I, I think, think probably a five off, or six. To be fair, off the top of my head, I think it's at least six. Um, yeah, cause... going off of what it's Leonard, Malone, Bennett, Evans,
6: Hutchinson, Hutchinson,
3: and. I think there's one more, but with Hutchinson, he may have the plus
5: one deal like what Jake Cooper's got. Yeah, because yeah. Cooper, um... Cooper's already had that activated though, as far as far as I'm aware. He's yeah, under contract for next season. Yeah, and that then poses another another question. You know, like someone like Jake Cooper, we we've, we've seen it with Jed Wallace. We just let him run down his contract and walk away for free. Do we t- say as if Rangers offered us two million for Cooper in the summer? What what do we do then? Do we take the money?
14: Is it in it?
5: I, like, don't, and I don't if Rowett does can...
14: go... Sorry, sorry, Stephen. I was going to say, if Rowett does go as well, I'm just, just going to say, like, it's a hell of a rebuild, boy, isn't it? Like, if you're losing six or seven in the first instance, right, you've got Bradshaw on his own up there. You're gonna, you, are, In my view, you need three or four strikers.
3: You know? There's lots to do. There's, the, there there the, is the lots summer, to do. The summer's going to... Sorry, Mick. The summer's going to be a massive, massive rebuild, whether it's Rowett or not, whether... You know, uh, the the on the the subject of Cooper, we cannot keep allowing players to go for free. If he's not going to sign an extension to his deal, and someone offers us money that's too good to turn down, yet it's unfortunate that sometimes you lose your players. We cannot, you cannot operate a football club letting your best go players go for free at the end of their contract. You can't do no, that. I think, totally I think agree. We need
0: with
11: a I think we need a rebuild. I think we
0: do as well.
3: Yeah. Right,
11: then, the ground gents. up, Mickey. From the ground yeah, up, yeah, no, that's it. Right, listen, all of you what are on here. If you like getting involved
0: in this sort of stuff, we do do spaces. But also, if you head over to our YouTube channel and uh, it's that Mill Pod on YouTube, make sure you subscribe subscribing there. Tick your notification bell because we will be live uh, on there this week at some point later in the week. Um, again, doing this again, but on YouTube where you get to see our pretty little faces. And again, if anyone wants to. To come on, that uh, show um, just or, or, the or the end, or all the we'll ugly faces. <laughs> and again, the other the other show is that we've we've reached um, the end of series one as such, but we are looking for guests who want to appear uh, on our "Who Are You?" show. where it Twenty mil. Look, I'm just going to mute everyone a sec. There we go. Right, so it's twenty questions um, on Mill-related subjects and. Pretty much, Stephen or me or Dan or whoever you want to ask you the questions, we can do it. But it's twenty questions on your time following Millwall, uh, your first game, your best player, and and you know it's stuff like that. Um, we're not asking you to tell us of you know your your adventures at football as such. It's just really twenty questions based around uh, your time supporting Millwall. But yeah, if you you want to head over to the YouTube subscribers, there, make sure you follow us. Uh, across socials. Um, just those little follows and likes and stuff like that really do help us out, get us notified into more and more uh, Millwall fans because if you look at some of the channels out there, especially on YouTube, they seem to have untold amount of subscribers and it would be nice if we could get some of those to join us and see a podcast What speaks the truth, has uh, unedited live interaction with the fan base, and, um, Sorry to rival fans, what we're trying to get on to be um, Muppets, but you know, hey ho, it is what it is. But Mick, unfortunately, just... we're good at that. So yeah, go on, mate. Just before you go, um, obviously
3: the the last one of the Who I use will be going out this week. I'm actually recording it with Dan, who's in the obviously in this space at the moment. Um, yeah. Thanks to if anyone's listening on on. Um, as this is going out as a podcast, thanks for everyone that's that's come on it this year. It's been really cool doing the doing the interviews. And as Mickey said, next year we'll do we'll do even more, bigger and better. So if you want to get involved in it, drop us a message. But Dan, um, you will be the last one, and we'll get that recording that will go out this weekend.
0: No worries. And what we'll do um, once this we'll post a link to our our YouTube um, channel, and we'll put a button where you just need to click the link, and then you can subscribe. It will send you a a thing. So let me look at that. Again, thank you very much for giving up your bank holiday Monday uh, evening to listen to us rant and rave. If you enjoy this and get across our podcast, Uh, it's available on all good podcast providers, that meal podcast. Uh, And hopefully we'll see you all again on the next uh, space or the next YouTube uh, live debate episode. Thanks again for joining us. And uh, that is it of the 2022-23 season. And uh, we've got some shows coming out this week, but we start again in a few months' time. Layers.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health,